Did you take Pepto? No, I should have. I, I came in and I laid down because I took the kids to school. And then uh, I've been uh, <laughs> I've been tapping maple trees for their sap. And it rained yesterday, so I had to go, and it was really windy, so I wanted to make sure that my containers were still on the thing, so I checked that, and it was really cold, and I was really sad, and I really I came home, and I laid down, and that's when I got your text at, like, <laughs> 9.26, and I knew exactly when my phone buzzed. I was like, oh, we were supposed to start at 9.15. I wonder if it's nine if it's nine fifteen and I'm not ready. And then you're like nine thirty eight. I'm like, okay, good. <laughs> yeah, I'm never gonna start on time. As mm -mm. a as a person who's pretty punctual, I, I do pride myself in that when it comes to recording. It's like, yeah, whatever. I think if I have places to be, if I have to leave the house, then mm -hmm. it's like, right, I'm gonna get there on time. And I usually get there early because you have to you never know what's going to happen. The train's going to be delayed. Yeah, you have to account for a lot in New York. Which I do. I take that seriously. But when it's something at home, something that takes like one second mm -hmm. to set up, I'm like, well, you know, I'm laying around. I'm going to I'm gonna take these extra seven minutes like it's going <laughs> to mean something. No, I get it. Last but, week you were like, I'm almost there. I'm putting on my socks. <laughs> Yeah, to put on socks. I think socks are important. It's a strange thing, if you think about it, that you keep your extremity constantly covered. That extremity. Mine aren't feet. constantly covered. I I constantly cover them, except for at night. I don't like sleeping in socks. I think it's disgusting. Oh, no. What psychopath sleeps with socks on? I think plenty of people like to sleep in socks. Keeps my no. feet warm. It makes my feet more cold, I feel. <clears throat> There have been times when I've been in bed and my socks have been on because I'm cold. I've been cold in the house. And then I take them. Oh, that kind of makes sense, actually. So I take them off in the covers and then I feel warmer. I think, isn't that the same what you're supposed to do? Um, like if you are in danger of getting hypothermia, it's better to be inside of a. It's better to like not have a billion clothes on because you'll sweat underneath the clothes and then that will make you colder in the I, end. I can't speak to it. All I know about hypothermia I learned from the voyage of the Mimi. <gasps> yes, you gotta get naked in the uh Yeah, the captain was dying and the kids had to get into the sleeping bag with him. Was it the captain? See I can't remember the specifics at this point. Maybe it was it Ben Affleck. Somebody was It was dying. Ben Affleck had to get inside the thing with the captain, the old man. <laughs> do 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 I feel like if I were an actor, like the old man captain, and I saw that scene, it's like, can't we just like replace me with someone else? Can't someone else get hypothermia? Yeah, can't the dude with us? Like, I, I I'm just, fine with getting the hypothermia, but like, can a man get in here with me instead? It's just like, yeah, a child. It's like, I don't want to get in a sleeping bag naked with children. I'm sorry. I guess it's because it's four kids. It was supposed to be like, you can envision yourself as the hero also saving the captain's life and it's like hey the captain me. yeah the captain's a harmless fella he looks out for us uh -huh. no need to worry we want to save his life there's nothing more to this right. than meets the eye but even as a kid i was like weird yeah i thought it was strange too but that's that's uh, what you were speaking to i can't say oh yeah that's right or that's wrong 
I go back to you saying that your feet felt colder in socks and I made this noise. <clears throat> That's going to be my response to things that aren't logical. But after your explanation, maybe it is logical. Maybe you're exactly right. So yeah. my <clears throat> was premature. You take back your. <clears throat> what is that, that visceral response? That's, that's as, I'm just as laughter. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime somebody says something that seemingly defies logic, I'm not even going to take the time to speak to it. I'm just going to go. <clears throat> I feel like I do that a lot when. Well, <laughs> when we do the show with just Jared and. He's saying things. <laughs> that I don't understand. <laughs> like I have a long It's a lot of like and <sighs> okay. <laughs> I had a long conversation with Christina yesterday about the show's dynamic. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to get into it too much because I feel like there were things shared with me through text, but uh it's also not that scandalous, but No. Uh I don't want to share too much of it, but Christina pointed out, she's like, you really like to go after Jared on your podcast. It's not me. It's Autumn. I feel as though Jared's not around. So I don't uh, I don't feel right saying well, much. Well, <laughs> I get that. It's just sometimes... Uh... Welcome to One Topic. My name is Autumn Fisher. My name is Greg Russ. You really rushed into the start of the show we didn't even discuss what the topic's going to be so i hope you have something to present i did have some ideas and then i forgot them because i'm not yeah. feeling well i'm not feeling very good and that's Dehydrated your excuse and tired that's your excuse when you don't feel well then you don't have to you know no i had ideas i just don't i just didn't put my whole brain into this show because it's like i'm i'm showing up for it do you know what I mean? <laughs> you don't have to perform. You're saying when you're not feeling well, well, well you're what's wrong. I'm, you're what's wrong with society because I'm performing the mark of a good employee. And I view this as work is a person yeah. who doesn't call in sick, who doesn't let sickness get in the way of them executing their duties. Mm -hmm. That's the mark of a good well, employee. And as I say this, I'm going to call out because I have tummy issues. <laughs> I'm going to be the person who calls out the most, but I'm going to criticize everyone else for calling out sick. Yeah. Oh god. So what did you eat? What's going on? Why is why is your stomach I sour? I wasn't, I wasn't feeling well last night. Um I was having like yeah, like my head was hurting all like a lot of the day. And I was really just trying to ignore it, especially because um, I, was, I was having like technical issues. Like I couldn't connect yesterday. Um, talking about the radio show. That yeah, you on do. the radio show, I had to skip because like I couldn't get my shit to work. The radio I, show that, you know, people listen to the show because they like us. They have no clue that there's a whole other radio show on the other side of this. <laughs> yeah. So many people. Don't so know every week, every day of every week, you join mm -hmm. a radio show that's on the air in Atlanta. I pronounced the second T, yes. I apologize because it's supposed to be Atlanta. Atlanta. Mm -hmm. For anyone who's curious what these conversations are about, that's what it is. Go ahead. You couldn't connect to I the radio remember. show. Oh, I could. Yeah. So I was like, just having trouble with that. 
it was fixed. Like I figured, like, I don't know what I figured out. I was able, like it started to work. Um, uh, like, and there was an hour and a half left in the show and I was like, oh, I'm not going <laughs> to, so I just like waited for trivia to start. And then I was hosting trivia and I really wasn't feeling well, but I like kicked it into gear, you know, and hosted. And then like came home and uh, my head was killing. Me. I just didn't feel good, you know, and I fell asleep really fast. And then I was waking up with bathroom problems. I don't like saying it. Yeah, and you don't like saying that you blew up the toilet. You it's not exploded really blowing the up. Jo- it's like oh, hot, it... hot snakes. No, it wasn't like spread all over. It no, always it amazes like me. Pow! It wasn't that one. <laughs> you know, those are weird. That that can actually happen. <laughs> like it doesn't. It's not happening a lot in my life, thank God. But when it does, it's like, what the fuck? How did this? Like, if you didn't have a toilet and you were out. You know, still a, yeah. a beast roaming the woods, and you had to go to the bathroom when it was explosive. It would surely like get all over your legs and stuff at that point, right? Well, maybe not because you're like I when it's ready. It depends to... on how you're sitting. You might you might need to like sit like not squat all the way down. You might need to like stand up and spread and like <laughs> shoot it. Pow! Can you imagine watching that from the distance? You see another human. They run away from you because it's coming on pretty quickly. They sprint away. And then they turn. (laughs) Wait, are we Neanderthals in this scenario? No, whatever. We're just beasts. Okay. We're we're disgusting. Civilized yet? We're disgusting animals. I mean, are we civilized now? We pretend we're civilized. True. Uh, So this 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 creature (laughs) runs away from you, then turns profile. Apt point, Greg. (laughs) (laughs) They're turned profile. And you're watching them from, say, a distance of 25 feet. And they turn. So, again, profile to you. But then they turn their head and look at you and make eye contact with apparently no embarrassment or shame. And then it just shoots out at all angles, defying physics. Because I feel like that's what happens when that that comes out that way. It's just every angle in existence. It's like, (laughs) how did this happen? How did this go in so many different directions? I think it's like an observer. Maybe you'd feel bad for them. Nah, you'd <laughs> like, laugh. You'd laugh. Like, oh, man. That poor person's really... Like when I hear a baby whining and crying and freaking out, like at Target or something. Now I just feel really bad for the parent. I'm like, oh, that poor woman. I think she's that... Like, ha- sorry, she's having to figure out what to do. How, like... I can't fix this crying child. Um, I still need to get some things done. How long can I still like, how long can I stand being in this store feeling other people's judgment or, you know, just having, having the anxiety of this child screaming and like not being able to figure it out, not be able to stop them, you know, or like if they start having like a fit, you know, it's like, Oh God, it's just like, I feel so bad for the parent at that point. And it used to be like, oh, that poor kid is upset. Like, fuck that kid. That poor mom. Good. You're finally on the right side of that now. Fuck that kid. <laughs> Whatever's going on with that kid isn't that big of a deal. No, they're kid. just doing what they're supposed to do. It makes sense to have compassion because you've been through it and it's a difficult thing. But yeah, it's something like a Neanderthal sprinting away to have explosive diarrhea and then <laughs> laughing at them. There is a tendency for humans to laugh at things that will 
ultimately happened to them too. Sure. Which I don't get. The kid thing, you've been through it. Not everyone would go through it. It's not a direct comparison, I guess. I do feel mm. more empathy. There's, there's actually nothing funny about that. The whole thing's miserable. When a weasel, a small weasel rat baby is <laughs> screaming in a movie theater, for example. And then oh. and then the parents refuse to take them out for whatever no, reason. Now I'm not now I have no sympathy for the there's parents. some there's some stubbornness that comes into play where mm-hmm. it's like, no, I we're here to see this movie and we're going to see the movie. The rest of the audience be damned. I don't give a shit if we ruin your experience. There's also like maybe they're trying to teach the child a lesson where I'm not going to coddle you through this. <laughs> But you're really just making everyone else make that same choice. And that's just rude. I don't feel bad for the parents in that sitch. It, it plays into this thing that people do overall, though, I think these days where if they're in the wrong, they're doing something wrong and someone calls them out mm-hmm. instead of saying, I know you're right. I apologize. They double down and they dig in their heels. And I feel like this happens proactively with those people in movie theaters where if the, the kid starts screaming even before anyone says anything in their minds, like, I know this is pissing people off and this is ruining it for them, but fuck them. Who the fuck do they think they are to tell me what to do? We're sitting here with this kid. And then the kid, uh, this happened in that terrible Jurassic Park movie, the last one, I think I told you about this, where the kid's older, not like a toddler, but Mm -hmm. five or six, getting very bored with the movie. Oh, yeah. One, it was a bad movie. The dinosaurs weren't even the main character in the movie. Locusts <laughs> were giant locusts. fucking locusts. Yeah, it's, it was pretty ridiculous. Hmm. Um, so instead of like, taking the kid out as the kid's getting bored and turning around in her seat and standing up and her head's blocking the projector and you see the shadow on the screen and oh, she's starting God. to talk. They're like, look, dinosaurs, look, dinos, dinosaurs. That was the way they handled it. They thought the kid would be so dumb. They're like, look, dinosaurs. You like dinosaurs. Yeah. But really not considering anybody's ex- else's experience. That's pretty rude. I learned That's pretty really quickly. Rude. I learned pretty quickly not that I have any kids of my own. But uh, when I first started dating Jessica, it's like, I don't It's like a kid. Who cares? Kids just like sit and watch TV and they don't do anything. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think after five minutes, okay. after five minutes, like, where did I get that notion? Yeah, I don't know. I thought that you could just put a screen in front of them and they would just shut up forever. Well, there is a little bit of that, but then sometimes they, it's almost like a dog. <laughs> um, they need to get out some energy, you know? So if they've been inside all day, that's why like rainy days can kind of suck for, with, with a kid because they, um, you know, they can be on a screen and different screens, iPad versus like a video game versus that just the TV they can do that for all day but then by the end of it they're so wound up you know and they they really do get bored but, but there's so much going on yeah. why do they get bored well because their brain hasn't done anything all day and their brain needs like to be ex ex exercised and exorcised if <laughs> If the screen thing worked and I had a kid, I really yeah. would just like here constantly. I don't care if it's bad for you. 
Oh, then... listen, I get real lazy because the kids want to be on their thing. And I also want to be on my thing, you know? So I'm, it's like, should we all just chill? You know? And it's like, no, I have to get out. I need you to get up. I need, we got to get do something else. So it's like, I'm forcing myself to do something and I'm also forcing them to do it. And it's so much easier to just like not fight them and also do the thing I want to do. I don't want to get up either, but like, believe me, I don't want to get up, but we got to I got to get you out. Let's go. How many hours are you spending on your thing? As you put it, my phone. Yeah. Do you get the alert? Do you get the screen time alert? No, I turned that off. So like, <laughs> you don't stop shaming me. <laughs> you don't want to know that you averaged seven and a half hours a day. On your oh, I'm phone. sure it's more because I listen to stuff at night, like when I fall asleep. I don't. Does that count? I like if something's oh, because playing, the screen's not open. I wonder if that counts. I don't know. You are using the phone technically, but it says yeah, because I listen to podcasts time. with the screen off. It says specifically screen time. Yeah. Oh, well, there were... probably not as embarrassing then. I hate it. It is Turn awful. it off. It's it's horrible. No, no, I don't. I like the off. screen time. I like being shamed. I want to. Oh. I. I got it down. I got the number down, and it's still like six hours and twenty three minutes or something a day. It's like what the fuck? Well, it's twenty three percent down from last week, so that's good. <laughs> that's insane, though. Can let's assume you sleep eight hours, and then you add the six hours on top of that. There's so the, the there's only ten hours of the day where you're not on the phone. Mm-hmm. I find that to be pretty crazy. I'm looking at it now. Can you pull those stats up if you turn it off? Is it even tracking it or is it just not alert you? It's still tracking it. How do you even find it? All right, let me go look. Does you it just give you like your search? Full go history? to your settings. Yeah, go to search and then go to just search for screen time. Oh, this thing is. Oh, I was down. I'm down 52% from last week. Wow, my daily average this week is only four hours and 11 minutes. This is Whoa. amazing. But there's, look, there's still three days left in the week. I can. My daily average is like eight hours. <laughs> is that a lot? I think that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. Oh, TikTok, an hour and 50 minutes on average. A day. Does this, I'm, does I'm this, assuming. Does this scheduling downtime actually work? I think it, like, it 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 just it's really tough because you know it's it, you can say limit something and then as you approach that limit it will say like your time's up and then you can just put in your code to like keep going. Well, I see there's app limits, so something like TikTok for you, I guess you could say I only want to watch TikTok for four hours today. <laughs> I don't want to spend seven hours on it. And no, that's the when... seven hours wasn't TikTok. It was well, an hour and fifty minutes on TikTok. That's not so bad then. People watch TV for longer than that in a day. Yeah. Well, so yeah. the downtime, though, I'm looking at this. It says schedule time away from the screen. What it should do is actually lock you out, except for like it emergency should. calls or something. Yeah. Like those pill bottles where they've got timer lids. Some people have to do this for I. I assume if you have a problem with some kind of medication that maybe it's a little bit bigger than putting a lock on your pill bottle, but they do sell these things where you set the timer on the lid and it's like, right, I can't open that again for six hours, whenever the next scheduled dose is. But yeah, there's always ways around it. And I just imagine people like, ah, I still have four hours to go and they 
get a crowbar and a hammer and they smash the thing open. See, now I thought, I thought that that was more for people that were forgetful and like, didn't know whether they took their medicine or not. And then would accidentally take it again. I mean, it could be that too. I guess that's what happened to Travis's dad once. He like kept forgetting that he took his medicine and then he like had some complication or something. I guess if you're taking a lot of medications, then it could be helpful on that front. Who knows what the future or holds? It's, who knows? You drink a little bit and then you forget that you took your medicine. <laughs> who knows what the, I see what you're saying. Got it. Yeah. Is it just one medicine? I think so. Yeah. I feel like forgetting one is kind of ridiculous. If you've, if you're taking 16 things, which when I say who knows what the future holds, when I'm talking about this, like, ah, what an idiot. I would never forget. But if you're taking, you know, 16 different medications, like, ah, I guess that's why you have to plan it out and put it in that pill case. I have that because I do take like 16 things. You take 16 fucking things? No, I don't take 16. I might take like eight. But it's all, most of it's vitamins. Yeah, it's so like it's fish fine. oil and zinc and B and C and D. Ugh. And is it the black cohosh. Is it the no. non-belch fish oil? I've never had issues with that. I also don't have like spicy butthole after eating spicy food. So I wonder if I'm just like a not, I'm not that, like I get, I, maybe I have some thing where I don't get that. Look, you're opening up talking about it. This is improvement. This is growth. I don't like saying I, I have diarrhea. Ew. Well, in general, you, you, uh, the fact that you said spicy butthole, you're admitting. But it's like, I guess because I'm not having it right now. And I can talk about how I don't have it. So it feels okay. <laughs> don't be ashamed. I know. Think I about maybe right now, George Clooney is taking the biggest dump you've ever seen. He's just oh, yeah. It's, there. it's weird. It's. He's been constipated and it's like hard oh. to get out. It won't really fit. Oh, he's straining. He's straining. He pops blood vessels in his eye. Uh, who, would, who would strain that hard that you pop and, a blood vessel? My and God, then, relax. It's not coming out. Once it finally comes out, uh, it won't flush. It's just too big and hard. He's, he's got to get a poop knife. And Poop knife? <laughs> it's a thing I read about. It's a designated people with, knife? People with constipation, yeah, well, just dedicate a knife to it because they have to they have to reach in and cut it up stop i hope it's a really long knife no nah, it's usually just like a repurposed steak knife or something a steak knife i guess you could like, you could use whatever you wanted you could use any knife you wanted and maybe maybe these days they sell official poop knives because it's become i, I get let's go to amazon and see if you can buy a poop knife you should put a knife enclosed in glass and attach it near your toilet and say like brace break in case of constipation wait that uh, won't work because maybe someone would stab themselves with it because like i can't handle this constipation well here you go here's uh the, yes Kill me. they sell them and Ew. a lot of them say funny white elephant gift oh, <laughs> like it's okay. supposed to be a joke i guess but constipation isn't a joke well, it's also Walmart. I'm sure that I'm sure that people are, man, I hate novelty gifts. I yeah. f my God, I look up the poop knife and whatever under it, though. It's like a talkie toy product, a fart machine, 20 funny fart sounds, 
or fake vomit or <laughs> pooping pooches, a calendar of dogs taking dumps. Ew. I just, I mean, look, Spencer Gifts built their whole business model on this kind that of shit. That was fun when you are a kid. So. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it, and I would go buy a fucking South Park sticker, put it on the back of my car. <laughs> a South Park? Did you really have a South Park sticker? Yeah, I think I bought Kyle because oh, I was trying cool. to be yeah, everyone else, like, you know, the other ones. Cartman. Yeah. Or Kenny. Yeah. I said, oh, I'm going to buy Kyle. How about that? And then uh, I pissed some girl off and she ripped half of it <gasps> off. What? Of course you pissed some girl off. I egged her house. We egged her house when she wasn't. Like her whole family was on vacation, so uh -huh. it so it sat there and stained and stained. It's just toilet paper. No, no egg. Oh, egg, egg. Sorry, you said egg, and I, I really egg. just heard toilet paper. <laughs> just filled uh, that in with my head. Sorry. Got on like her brother's car and peeled the paint. Like it was bad. Oh, that stuff. is bad. And then I told my girlfriend at the time. Uh. Don't say anything, but we did this to so-and-so's house. Mm -hmm. And of course she ran and told. It's like, thanks. Thanks a lot. And then payback was them toilet papering my house. And I guess ripping the sticker off my car. That's not really good revenge. You don't think so? No, because they should egg it. Eye for an eye. Don't toilet. Toilet paper is less. Toilet paper is like. More whimsical and fun. Egging is serious. Like you said, it can like dry and really fuck up paint. What assholes. Yeah. You talk about being bored. You talk about being <laughs> little brat weasel snake shits. The little rat yeah. little fucks. Uh, you know, sure, kids are I wasn't annoying, saying but... that. Rat fucks, but. <laughs> kids are annoying, but teenagers, my fucking God. Yeah, there's something about the teenagers, though, that I find delightful. Like when they're acting or like looking and just being a certain way. There's all these kids that wait for the bus at the end of my street. And after dropping off the kids, a lot of if I'm late, if I if I go somewhere afterwards and then come back, they're usually waiting for the bus. And it is so fun to look at them. <laughs> it's just when you're that age. Yeah. You really do think you know everything and you think Ugh. you're cool. They're so and... cool. They're not cool at all. I love it. No, there's like, a yeah. there's a level of frustration though. If they're acting a certain way, like being dicks. Yeah, that is you tough. can't no matter what, you can't they're invulnerable. Yeah. They have all the power. Cause you can be an adult to them and be like, Hey, knock that off. And like, oh no, okay, we'll knock it off. You're like, Oh, I don't <laughs> I don't know how to gain this power back from you. Can't, you. you can't. There's no way to do it because even though you know that one day they're like, man, I was fucking stupid. The way I dressed, the way I acted, it was all dumb. <laughs> yeah. In that moment, though, when you're that teenager, you're like, no, no, I got it figured out and I'm mm -hmm. fucking cool and you're out of touch and old. So you just got to leave it alone. You can't do anything about it. And fuck. We used to drive around and for no reason, like back into people's yards and spin out the tires to rip up the yard. People wouldn't even know. <gasps> there That's was really there was, terrible. There was a uh, were one they guy, people that you knew? No, these were just random yards for whatever oh. reason. Uh, there was one. Hooligans. There was one yard we backed into, laid the wheel, ripped up the yard, sped yeah. away, um, came back like a couple weeks later, 
and the guy had put up rocks like uh, next to the curb so you couldn't back into his yard again like these oh, uh-huh. kind of bold not giant boulders but they were big enough rocks where you know they were uh, taller than the clearance of the car we okay. just got out and moved them and backed in again and ripped his yard up oh that poor guy i look i agree i agree baby no baby dragging people's trash cans away they get ah! in the back of a pickup truck and the other person's driving. You grab the trash can and you just drive with it and drag it along. Oh, that sounds fun. Smashing mailboxes. What the fuck is up with this behavior? Yeah, it's just testosterone. You know, it's all it's all this testosterone surging through your body. You don't know what to do with yourself. So you're like, fuck, I destroyed this. <laughs> <laughs> But it's not something you would do alone. So it's a collective outlet. Yeah, it's something. like men being. It's like it's it's a it's a um like a concentrated male group think of men being fucking idiot animals. Yeah, you're right. I didn't know any girls who thought it was cool when we talk about it either. No, they come. What are you doing? Like you really missed out. There was one time we got chased. Like I, I don't know if someone was on the lookout for us because we uh-huh. were making the rounds, and I was driving, but it was my friend's car for whatever reason. And they cornered us in this cul-de-sac, and they thought they had us. And I like did this maneuver that I'm proud of, where oh, yeah. I went forward a bit, and he tried to block us in more. Then I put it in reverse as a fake out. It's like I'm going to put it in reverse and just go for like three feet. And he's going to think we're going that way. And it worked because then he started turning that direction, thinking he was going to block us when we were reversing. And I immediately threw it into drive and then cut through someone's yard and sped away. Oh. And by the time this man and his giant truck got it turned around, we were long gone. And I assumed he had the license plate number, uh, but nothing ever came of it. What do you think he would have done if you hadn't done that sweet maneuver? That's a good question. Yeah, it was sweet. It was the best best highlight of my life i still tell people the story about the time i (laughs) faked out the uh the guy who was looking to hunt us down because we were being assholes i got him i got him in more ways than one i bet do you still feel a little proud of that maneuver at least i would yeah of the the maneuver this this whole thing was dumb but like that was pretty sweet (laughs) for the record i've never really talked about it like this though yeah. I've, it's never crossed my mind, but in the moment, in the moment, I was actually kind of scared too. It wasn't like I was. Oh, for sure. But that's the thing. It's like you're scared, and then you actually pull it off, and you're like, "Oh hell yeah!" Yeah, we were in like a 1993 Honda Civic, and he was in, I think, a Ford F one fifty. Oh, menacing. I pictured you in that little like little baby truck thing. No, I was driving my friend's car. Oh, I never took my car on these things. I was as much as I would do it go out with with people and mm-hmm. be a fucking ne'er-do-well uh i would never bring my car because i was i'm like i don't want my license plate being taken down i don't want to be chased in my car smart yeah i'd sell out my friends in a second <laughs> if we got caught that saved yeah. my own ass <laughs> were the people in the car like go 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 were they like excited yeah, I'm sure there was a lot of that going on, but you yeah. kind of get tunnel vision. Oh, for sure. That's how I feel like when you almost get in a wreck. Where? You know, what? And you get a, yeah. Yeah. That, 
yeah, that like tunnel vision. It's like I got, you know, and then I, I feel really good about like avoiding the wreck. Like, oh, hell yeah, I'm the best driver in the world. When I smashed that uh, Toyota Tacoma I had yeah, in, into the bridge that goes over 85 on Peachtree Street, meaning I was on Peachtree, uh, fishtailed because I was turning out of the shopping center just on the other side of the bridge. The light was about to change and I took the turn too fast in wet conditions. Uh, it was like slow motion mm-hmm. as you're fishtailing and you're about to slam into the side of the bridge that serves as the barrier to the drop below, <laughs> which really is scary. I-85. It seems like so many thoughts. Like, I guess when people say my life flashed before my eyes, maybe it is because whatever the perception of time in that moment is, does seem to slow down but it seems like your brain is going the opposite direction where it's like really quickly, because I remember thinking like every possible outcome that could have happened. It's like, are we going to go over? If we go over, what is that going to mean? Could we even survive that? Uh, Oh my God, I'm going to fucking go to jail because I've had some drinks, like everything you could think of as it pertained to the situation seemed to go through my mind. Or maybe it's just after the fact you assign it. I don't know, but it sticks I'm, in my I'm, mind. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if during it, that's what happens because your brain is trying to figure out like, what is happening? How do I survive? You know, your brain can do like a bajillion things at once and probably, you know, it, it because of, you know, some like hormone release, like adrenaline or cortisol or something like maybe it's able to focus your brain into like these very specific things. And it's like, how am I going to get through this? How am I going to survive it? If we're going to go over this bridge, how am I going to prepare myself so that I, I don't know, don't fucking die? Well, thank God the retaining wall held. Yeah. And instead, I just drove the crippled truck a half a block home and then called an ambulance and got arrested. <laughs> One at a time. Damn, you should have said somebody hit you or something. Right, there's probably cameras somewhere. I know it was 2000. Well, I was 22, so 2004. 2004. I, but yeah. still, I feel like there were probably like intersection cameras, and also it doesn't really make sense. Those people can go to a, an accident scene and figure it out. Yeah, that's true. It was. It would have been would better. They? I don't know if you're claiming there was a hit and run that someone yeah. hit you and then sped away. They may very well at least do a minimal investigation or if they thought you were lying then they probably dig in more like all right let's go look at the skid marks and yeah figure this thing out even like there was impact marks on the bridge and you could have figured it out yeah the the better thing to do and i think we just talked about this it feels like but i had beer in the car and i should have sat there and started drinking the beer oh right that was yeah saying Oh, I just, we got in this accident and it fucking freaked me out. And I started drinking. I know it's not a good reaction to this, not the way to cope with things, but I've been drinking since we got back. I wasn't drinking before. Yeah, that's smart. That's what you should have done. But well, whatever. In the end, I but in wasn't, the end. <laughs> I wasn't over the legal <laughs> limit. I refused field sobriety tests at first. Mm-hmm. But then I knew I was going to go to jail, but because I was in an accident, they took me to Grady Memorial Hospital and like chained me to a bed. By that, I mean, they put like an ankle thing. That's so scary. 
or maybe it was my wrist, but still, it's like they handcuff you to the bed. Yeah, so you can't that's run really away. scary. Even though I hadn't officially been placed under arrest, nobody told me I was under arrest. Um, you were maybe under suspicion or something. So, and in my day's state, uh, because of the shock, and then because my heart rate wouldn't go down, they gave me fucking like Benadryl or something, which feels like a strange thing to do. They gave you Benadryl? They couldn't have given you Benadryl. I feel like it's what it was, but it doesn't matter. So I get caught yeah. on that. Let's say it's not even. They gave me something. And then the cop came in and had me sign some. Man, the more I think about this. Yeah. I'm <laughs> thinking the same thing. The more I think the about book? this, it, it was all like, again, I was <laughs> never handcuffed on the scene. I was never actually placed under arrest uh, when the ambulance came and then the cop came with the ambulance. Uh, I did refuse the field sobriety test, but again, he never said I was under arrest, didn't handcuff me, just asked me to get into the car. And I, in my mind, is like, well, I'm going to go to jail because I'm refusing these field sobriety tests. Uh, but he never actually did that. And then we went to the hospital and it was still like a runaround where, hey, sign this. We need to draw blood so we can test your alcohol limit. Um and I, I promise, like, you know, people like to twist these things. And sure, some of my memories are cloudy. So what I'm going to say is not verbatim, but it was something along the lines of, you know, we're going to do this test. And uh, if you're under, then you won't be arrested. They, can't, I don't, they don't even do that in the moment. They don't test blood in the moment. And I signed the paper. They drew blood. And then I was just transported to a holding cell at Grady and then put in a paddy wagon and taken to the Atlanta detention center. Because your alcohol limit was because your alcohol, because you had any alcohol in your system. They didn't know. I mean, I admitted. Oh, I shouldn't have admitted anything, but as I said, no, yeah, I had, which uh, I probably said two because that's what everyone says. That's what everybody says. <laughs> I probably I had two drinks and then you may as well. Uh, just, you should say like I had four. I'm fine. <laughs> or but, I had four and it was hours ago. Yeah. In the long run, I think we did get the blood test results back. What were they? Well, it was just under. But the... if you knew just a just a little bit of your rights, I bet you could have asked some some questions and left. No, you're probably right. I probably could have just gone up to my apartment instead of hanging out in the garage and again, yeah. had some beers and, you know, you have to explain what happened because somebody's hurt and you've got a totaled car where the whole front end smashed in. But. It probably was a pretty easy thing. Yeah. I, again, I went, I look at it as a thing that was ultimately good because there were times I would drink and then drive home. It's, it was fucking stupid and that shit scared me because I still had to go to jail. I still had to go to court, uh, even though I wasn't found guilty in the end. Along with the, you know, blood test results, there was something with the, the chain of whatever it's called. What do you mean the chain custody, of custody? The chain oh. of custody, oh. where they like the blood. They couldn't find the nurse who even drew the blood, so it oh. wouldn't have even been admissible as evidence against me. Wow! Um, 
yeah, the whole thing was like a shit show. So in the long run, I went. What have they never done this before? Is this their first time? (laughs) Seemingly, but to me, it's like something I went through the whole process, but had nothing on my record. And you know, if if, and I know there are other considerations, but if it really is, hey, this is difficult on your life because it's not something you should be doing, and you got to take this shit seriously. And if you do get caught, we want to make sure it's an experience you never want to go through again. I got that part of it. Right. And I didn't get the negative consequences in the long term by having anything on my record. And, you know, I viewed it as a thing. I was like, well, I'm, this is a good outcome. Sure. Ultimately, not having it happen at all seems like a good thing, but sure. who knows? Maybe I would have been like, maybe something worse would have happened because there was, a, there were times it was a fucking idiot. Oh, same. Cause you, cause you think you're just driving a few blocks or something. Like I'm in the city and it is amazing. You're in the city. It's like getting a cab in Atlanta was like one of the hardest things to do. Well, back it's not an excuse. It wasn't a thing back then. Yeah. You were going to get a cab from the little store. Weren't you like right next to where you live? Yeah, but I was coming home from the cotton club. Oh, so you could have gotten a a ride there and then, which is under the town. You probably could have ridden the bus. The one ten goes down that way. doesn't it? Sure. But (laughs) you know, uh, that's a dollar fifty. I don't think I had the change. I don't think I could have done it. All excuses. Again, <laughs> yeah. the, the taxi thing, not an excuse. But it really was in Atlanta. You call and they would always say like 15 minutes. And that didn't mm-hmm. mean anything because sometimes it'd be 45 minutes until the thing came. I never called mind. a cab until there were Ubers and Lyfts. Oh, I'm such a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. Again, not an I excuse. Didn't, yeah, I know. I don't know what to do. You can't like if if you were in New York, I still don't know what to do. Like what's light? Which lights mean what? I don't know. I gotta go on the right side of the road. Still you don't have to be on any side of the road. Oh, you can seems like hail you do. a cab. Well, so many roads are one way anyway. It doesn't matter. Right. But there are some avenues that are two ways. Uh, it's like we're going it, that way, so we should get on that side. What's that light mean? Does that mean well, you want to do not? that? <laughs> no, you want to get on the right side so you don't have extra fare. Because if yeah. you're going the wrong direction, then they got to turn around and the meter's running. It's just the smart economical thing to okay. do. Okay. Well, still, it, it all just feels like I don't know what I'm doing. But if the light's on, if yeah. the number is lit up, it means that they're available. Well, now I know that because of sex in the city. Remember, there was that whole analogy where it's like when men are ready to get married, their light's on. Men are like taxis. <laughs> That's uh. So men can I... be like great and they really love you, but their light's not on. I love that. That's what taught you. Yeah. If the light's off, then they have a fare. And if the two smaller lights next to the number on, it means they're off duty. Oh, I guess I didn't know that one. Maybe they so, made that joke in the show and I just didn't understand. No, I don't think they mentioned that off duty. Oh, okay. I think it was just the lights on. What would Shay Diaz think about that analogy? Doesn't matter. Good. She's, she's gone. No, they're gone. Oh, yes. I apologize. They're gone. She could do a tight 10 on that one. I really do apologize. Please don't anyone. I wasn't done out of ill intent. I just forgot. No, it's fine. Well, okay. I, I I have to say this. Nah. Somebody's... Oh, I understand. Yeah. But no, it's okay. I speak for all LGBTQLMNOP. They're gone. <laughs> they are gone. And nobody cares. Good. I don't think she anyone the, cares. Or sorry, they were the worst. I just did it. <laughs> 
Well, because this person did present as a female for a long time. So <laughs> this is true. And that person is not a dude. There are they. And that's fine, too. But it's hard because you want to say she. It's okay. Well, on that note, I think we have to wrap up early. So it's kind of an abrupt ending, but I have to go get my blood drawn. Oh, speaking of blood. Yeah. Well, yeah, you were saying uh, you had to get your blood drawn for that from that hospital. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The story I already told once on the show. So now we're just repeating things, which I think we do a pretty good job of not doing. What do you need to get blood drawn for? Uh, It's general blood work and... uh, you know, I haven't been smashing enough mailboxes lately. My mm. testosterone has been oh, on the right. fritz as I brought up before, which probably I, I think has probably existed a lot of my life. I'm not saying it's always been low, but yeah. I feel as though it probably teetered on the lower end and I've just never gotten it checked. And obviously with aging, it drops some too, but it's at a point where it's like, this is not because I'm 40. It's like, why don't we don't, why is this so low? Oh, interesting. What is, what is going on here? So uh, it's a follow-up, just retesting it. Okay. Yeah, to get some more data points. Yeah, and then there's a possible treatment, I guess, if other data points come back clean, like uh, no prostate cancer, though they're testing it with the blood test, not the finger test. Oh, okay. I think if the blood test comes back and shows that there could be something, then they would have to go in with the finger. (laughs) Finger? Which I haven't had to do yet in my life, and I will. Oh, you haven't? I thought you were supposed to do it at forty. Yeah, I went to that. My doctor is like, eh, it's fine. You can do the blood test for now. The blood test oh. can quite often show false positives, so it's more than likely going to have to happen oh, at I some see. point. But it's no big deal. I'm sure it's not a big deal. I just I can't imagine being the doctor who does it. It's like this is my job. How did I get here? I went to school for years, goddammit. I put in yeah, so how many, much work. Yeah, they've, they've had so many, they've had so many buttholes. It's like no big deal for them. I just don't think Ugh, I'd choose that is. path. Ooh, if it stinks or something, or if there's like mm-hmm. some dookie left behind. It's always like that. They just, I'm sure they've seen it all. Yeah. And it's not always like that. Well, I just mean on their day to day, I'm sure that there's always something. Ugh, especially men's buttholes. That's the worst. <laughs> it's like... You know, at least if you had, if women also had to get that checked, it's like, well, at least I got some like well taken care of buttholes. Like hemorrhoids. It's like, all right, bend over some, spread this open. Well, hemorrhoids little, not, aren't a big deal, are they? I'm going to put little rubber bands on it. What <sighs> the fuck? I have How's hemorrhoids. This your job? Not always. This... They just show up. How did this happen to me? That's what I'd be thinking. <laughs> Not as the patient, it's the doctor. Yeah. Like, well, the people that, to... that specialize in it, it's like that's all they do is your butt. Butt stuff. I'm a butt stuff doc. If if you stripped away the doctor designation and the perceived money that comes along with that and the prestige because of the school and the smarts sure. and all that, and you put two jobs in front of someone and you said, you want to be a garbage man or you want to put rubber bands on people's buttholes? Oh. <laughs> you would say garbage the garbage man. man. Yeah. Get some exercise. I'm outside. Yeah, I got to deal with some elements, but and some maybe stinky trash, but I'm not in some dude's butthole. And you get to choose what medicine you practice. Why do people choose? Maybe there is money. It's like, well, you know what? No, I don't. It's I easy. think it's, don't you think it's just what they sort of become drawn to during medical school? Because there's people, you know, you have to do all the things when you're in medical school like you go through I every single so. thing yes, so some but... people find out like oh you know what i love gynecology 
I never trusted that. I a love like, foot oh. stuff. A man. I love gynecology. As a woman, I would feel very happy that there are many women in the field now. Oh, I will refuse. I will never see a male gynecologist ever. Never, I just ever, feel like ever. As a man, I wouldn't want to be a gynecologist. Yeah. I wouldn't want to do. I don't. I don't even know what kind of medicine I would go into, but none of these things we're talking about. I don't want to go into people's bodies, at least uh, through the holes. Mm. Being a surgeon, I guess, would be uh, something. I think like to an eye for. person would be kind of interesting. Yeah, they look down upon that. Like, yeah, yeah you're sure you're a doctor, but not really. <laughs> you know, the, the I with the other doctors. At least you're above a uh, chiropractor. I agree. Eyes are very important. I, I would. I think that they should be highly respected. Eye doctors. I think it'd be fun to like. You know, there's probably not a ton of gross things that you see with eyes. I mean, not as many. Like, I feel like uh, gross eye things wouldn't gross me out as much as like somebody with some sort of like pussy, like boil or something. Yeah. Okay. On that note, now it really is over. Okay. And, that, <laughs> and that's the story of Autumn's upset stomach. Thanks for listening. <laughs> I do feel to better this episode since we talked. This topic. is good. If I hadn't Thanks. done the show, I think I would have like leaned into not feeling well so this was good well, don't worry you got plenty of time now to go lie around and stare at your phone well my mom wants me to go to Ulta with her oh, you can't look at your phone when you're doing that oh, what am I going to do uh... I'm starting to leave it well I haven't yet but I realize if I leave it like in the other room then I don't really end up missing it but when it's around just subconsciously pick it up and like I don't even know what I'm looking at or I'm reading this stupid thread on Reddit or whatever. What See, I don't really it? look at my phone a lot. I listen to my phone. I'm listening to something almost constantly. Well, now you got to do some research and figure out if the listening goes into your screen time. But I Yeah, like. it probably does. All right. Thanks, everybody. Uh, keep listening to us. Don't limit that. Download, rate, review, subscribe. <laughs> okay. Love you. Ouch. Bye. Bye. <laughs>